Today's Vad has been dedicated Le'ilui Nishmat Ravana Bat Vivian Lauren Shalom The mother of our dear Yehuda Shalom And the mother-in-law of our Marvin Essis So, Be'ezat Hashem Nizchut Elimud HaTorah Nizchut Elitzedakah Neshama Shayavan Aliyah Okay, now Last week in the Shmuz To the Bachram we mentioned Something very important we explained regarding taiva, the natural desire that a human being has doesn't necessarily have to get out of control unless it comes together with a koch ha-dimyon. The koch ha-dimyon is the koach that exaggerates the taiva to levels that are not, according to the Torah, not safe for a person. as a koach ha-dimyon. On the other hand, there's a different koach that keeps the taiva in check to be used only in its proper place, time, and to the degree that it needs to be used, that's called Yirat Shamayim. Yirat Shamayim has the power of keeping the taiva in its place. Now both the sugi of Dimyan and the sugi of Yirat are both complex sugiyas. The Rabbi Sosalante and Mikhtav Dalid, which I'm going to try to get some Yisoydis out of that, is going to come to explain the challenge of using Yerushalayim to keep the taiva in check. So all these have to be discussed. But I feel that to truly understand the Rabbi Yisrael well, I want to first learn a mimer in Divrei Yeshua. Divrei Yeshua is the Sefer that's written by a rabbi named Rabbi Yeshua Heller. Rabbi Yeshua Heller was a Talmud Muvhak of Rabbi Shol Salanter. He was really, in learning, he was a student of the Nachlas David. Okay, so you have the Vilna Goyim, Abhaim Velazhner, Nachlas David, and now you have Rabbi Shua Hela. Okay, he's a Talmud from the Talmidi Hagro. And he was also, in Musa, a Talmud from Rabbi Shol Salanter. And he was a darshan, he was a, a big darshan in, in Lithuania, in Vilna. He was a Rav of Tells, one of the great, great minds, Torah minds in Ashkofa and all these type of things. So there's a sefer called Divrei Yeshua, that's one of his svar. And we're going to learn one maimer, and that's going to be like a hagdama to go into the avoid of how to deal with taiva. Okay? Now. He says like this. If we had to break it down the, to the three different inyonim that cause a person to fall in the inyonim of Midas and which ultimately result in Averis. Number one. Roa Hamezek the bad that a person is born with comes to him naturally. Okay? So he expounds on it. I'm going to get to expounding in a minute. That's, but that's number one. We'll expound on each one of these three. We're going to expound. The second thing is called Hergul Hara Hanasa Teva. If a person behaves in a certain way, consistently, for a certain amount of time, 
he will acquire himself a bad habit, which is becomes a nature by him. Okay. Number three, sibois shoynois mebachutz. We call mikre umatzev. There's also situations in life. Good morning, Ezra. There are also situations in life that the circumstances trigger bad midas, or on the opposite, you could use certain circumstances to help you acquire good midas. Okay, we're going to break those three things down, and then we'll take it from here. So he says like this. Inyan amezeg v'atchunu inyan tivi ba'odem eishitzirosoi. A person has a certain disposition, certain tchunas hanefesh, which he comes from the time of his creation. Okay, which b'der chlal comes from the teva she'tibiu boy oviv ve'imoi kefi tchunas tivayhem. So a person has parents, and the parents have certain tchunas. And those tchunas go over to the child. V'im kolzeh, says the Divrei Yeshua, af mishin noilad b'tchuna ro, even if a person was born with bad tchunot, b'koach ha'adam, it's within the strength of the human being, al yidei hayashos b'toyru l'shtamesh b'koiches b'tchunas al-oif and anoyas v'atzedek. You could use those exact same tchunas that you got from your parents, even though b'der klal, those tunas may lead you to do bad, but if you channel them correctly, you could use them in a good way and ultimately become a good person. And he gives one example. And he says, from this example, you could understand other things. For example, Koyach hachamimus domoi. A person, there are certain people that are hot-blooded, we'll call it. Okay. So he says, a person who's born with this nature, it's easier for him to go into chaos. He's hot-blooded guy, easy to trigger off by him, chaos. Ulam, however, he could channel that chamimus in his dam to good. He could use that chamimus and his dam to be very zariz, a lot of action, a lot of strength, a lot of energy in doing good things. So he takes that tchuna. This is the shita of Rabbi Shua Heller, is that a person is not born inherently with a bad midah, even though in Rabbi Shoshalanti, his Rebbe is much a little bit different, but we're not coming to Miyash of that right now. He says he's not inherently born with a bad meter, he's born with a bad chuna. Meaning to be a person who has chamimus and his dam, but there are cloud, he's much quicker to anger. However, he's not doomed, just because that's his nature. He can take that same exact nature and use it as a vehicle to have fire in his avodas Hashem. Okay? Not that you could change it. Correct. This is what he's born with. You can't change it. So that's what it seems to be a sheet. I'm not coming to Miyashev exactly. Rabbi Sol Salanta with this. But that's what he says. 
ve'ein l'chor shum tchuna u'mezeg ra asher ba'adam. There is no tchuna ra or a disposition that's bad. Every single tchuna ra can be used for something good if you follow the way the Torah and the Mitzvah wants you to use it. So you elevate your bad tchunas. She'im loikein, he makes the argument. If, it's, if you would disagree with me, Okay? So he's saying, the parsha Bechira teaches us that even though you're born with a Tchuna Ro, you're not forced to behave according to the Tchuna Ro. You have a Bechira to elevate it to something good. Okay? He has a, a continual whole Gansah it, but let's leave that for now, just to get the general idea. Now, the second thing that causes people to develop their midas in a bad way. So the first one was natural disposition towards something. For that, you have a mahalach to elevate those tchunas to better things. Then there's another thing called hergel hara. Okay? It's within a man's ability to change even if it is good netiyas and it is good disposition to bad, the knot by Adam kol midas haneshchosoyz masha ein tivu machai. The kashe alav achare hergalo bedavar li pared nimen. Once it becomes a habit, very difficult to uproot a habit. And then he goes on to say that it is possible. You can uproot bad habits slowly. Just like they came, they can leave. There is mahalchim, which we're not going to talk about today, how a person can now have new habits. So sometimes people have a habit to think negatively. The negative thinking is a habit. It's a bad habit. That in every situation, you're always going to think the worst. You're always going to judge people in a negative way. You're always going to judge yourself in a negative way. That's a habit, how the mind always thinks. So in order to uproot that habit of negative thinking, which is the underlining cause to anxieties and depression, that negative thinking habit, so in order to uproot that habit, you would have to start working on acquiring a new habit. You don't really fight the habit directly. You start to create a new habit of positive thinking, which is a very difficult avoider, because when you try to think positive, when you're a negative person, you don't really believe it. You don't believe the thought that you're thinking. You think it's fake. So that's not a sugya for today, but we will in this series try to work on that too. Okay? That's Hergelim. Omnom Inyan Hashlishi. This is what we want to focus on a little bit because this is going to help us understand the Mikhtav Dalit of Rabbi Shal Salanta. He says, Hagurim Hashlishi, Inyan Hashlishi, Hagurim Laodom, she is Kalkalal Yoda, him Asibus Achitzayis. These are external triggers. Kikimoyish Bechoyli Agov. When it comes to the sickness of the body, 
Yitachen heyoski amachla mitzad atzma kala he lekabel telaserfu. It could be a sickness which is not so difficult for the doctors to treat it. Im kol zelot tale al ruchal yos munach bebayis tsar v'or choishech barfeo v'avira meupes meupes. You said this al ritzvot refesh v'tit. But if the person is in, let's say, a cold, damp environment where he can't overcome the sickness, right? He has a small sickness with a little antibiotics. It could do the trick, but he's sleeping in a damp, cold room, dark, whatever it is. It'll make it very difficult for the medication to actually work. Kein yetochel b'choyle ha-nefesh. Doesn't mean it's coming from his bad mezeg um, and not his teva, and he would have been able to deal with it if not for the situation he's in. Lamashal, he gives a marshal. Okay, let's try to understand. Dalim holding, huh? Cherby holding. Shleimer, let's get the oimike. Okay, this is lamashal. You have a guy who's a pretty balanced person by nature. He's not leading towards kas, and he's not leading towards exceptionally tolerant person. Okay? If he has easy children, in his job, he doesn't have people stressing him out. He's in a pretty fairly decent environment. It's not such an easy answer. But he's saying that if you yourself, Be'etzem, are in a fairly decent state, and your matzav around you, doesn't awaken your kas, or at least the nisyonis are fairly small. In that type of situation, you could work on yourself in an easier way to acquire savlonis. It doesn't mean it's going to happen naturally. This is a very deep point. Because just because the guy wasn't triggered, it doesn't mean he's going to have tikkun amidus. It just wasn't triggered. But being that he's not triggered in a very difficult way, Every situation could require extra savlonas or stronger levels of self-control, but it's a doable situation because of his matziv. So Mamela, with time, he can actually acquire the midah of savlonas, and then when a big test will come, he will be able to overcome. But if he has difficult kids or a difficult wife, they're going to cause them all the time to use the mida in a bad way. Gives another example. Generosity. To give out your money to charity. If a person is in the middle, he's an average guy. Loichili is not a cheap person. Veloy nodiv, but he's not a generous person. Hine im yidur beirasha anasha nidveam. If he lives in a community that people are generous and it's a thing to give, yachzikri they only vevyan and they support the poor people. 
They marry off Yisomim. That's a thing in the community to do Chesed. The circumstances he is in is going to push him to be more of a generous person than he normally would have been naturally, and eventually he will change. Ulam, however. If he's gonna live with people that are not generous people, they're not givers. And with time he's gonna become more of a stingy person. Okay? So and he goes and he gives more and more examples. So again, so what he's saying is like this. Like he fears always at the end, he says, if a person is looking out to see the true nature of himself, and he's able to focus on where his weaknesses come from, he'll be able to work with what his problems are. Meaning, people have certain things that they're born with that are netiyah, if they're left alone, the netiyah itself, will bring a person easily to fall. So that was our guy who was cham. His blood is bubbling. It'll bring him closer to kas. It'll bring him closer to taiva. That's the way he is. So he has an atiyah to go that way. For him, he has to, his derech avayda would to focus on how to use his tchunas in the right way. How to use them and channel them to a good way. And that will be the tikkun for his midot. That, that, that's that guy. A person who realizes that his way of operating, he doesn't think. It's already a hergel. Hergel nasateva. His job will not to be to try to fight kibush That's not going to work for him. He has a habit of getting up late. He has a habit. It's just a habitual trained himself to do something a certain way, for him, the avoider would be to make a new hergel, which we'll talk about how to do that. How to be more of a zariz, as opposed to a atzlan. If he was a atzlan by hergel, then he would learn how to be a zariz with hergel. doesn't mean necessarily he's going to fight himself to get up for shakras, because that might not be the place where he should make the work. Maybe when he's up and running already, he will learn how to use Jesus in a way that's going to put him a new habit. And by having the new habit, ultimately be able to overcome the challenge of getting up. So once you're working on new habits, it's not necessarily that you're fighting the thing that you're doing wrong. You understand what I'm saying? Again, the first two Mahalchim, you're not really fighting what you're doing wrong. What you're, the first two Mahalchim, you're actually channeling, but it's, it's in different ways. In the first way, let's say a person is a guy easy to anger, right? He's not going to work on his cast. If he works on his cast, he's going to lose the battle for sure. So what's he going to do? While he's learning, he's going to start using that kochanefesh in a positive way. Ultimately, when you use that kochanefesh in a positive way, then you could overcome the challenge of cast because you're already expressing your kochanefesh in a healthy way. The same thing is if you have a bad habit. Not necessarily you're going to fight on the habit straight on, but you're going to figure out a place where to acquire a new habit. So these are two very important things with Bokram and Yugalite, and everybody has no clue. 
Whenever they fail in a certain area, they try to fight it straight on. Fighting it straight on, you're wasting your time. You're going to lose if you're going to fight it straight on. You have to know the shayrish or the bayah and learn where to build your koyach hanefesh from a different angle, totally different angle. You may be working in an area that you're doing good in, but you're going to develop the koyach hanefesh in a positive way in those areas. So you need a chokhmah. The chokhmah, that's our problem. We're always fighting head on. The third thing is that, and this is sometimes able to do, sometimes not able to do, but this is what a person has to look to do, is to try to put himself in a circumstance, meaning if he himself in his nature is not so bad, it's easy for him to work on his midas, he should put himself with good people. If he's like an average kid, and then he goes to a dormitory that the guys in the dorm sleep late all the time, so he's going to become like them, and he's going to actually change. It's not something that you do with pu'ula. This is a deep thing that Bochum don't know. Bochum think that they're just right now acting in a certain way. But when they want to, get, let's say, get married, they want to go into Shadduchim, okay, we'll put on the light switch and we're ready to be mature. And we're ready to get up in the morning. When I get married, I'm going to get up in the morning, I'm going to be different. The problem is that while you were practicing the bad behavior, amongst the people around you that were doing that, you change. You can't just switch the switch on and say, okay, now I'm going to be a new guy. You changed. Welcome think they're going to go to Eretz Yisrael and they're just going to let loose and they'll get it out of the system and we'll come back and we'll be normal people. No. You will be more crazy than you were before you left because you used the media raw and you went in that mahalach, you went with Bochum that are hefker, you became hefker. Now for you to be able to deal with restraint and with the all and a kabbalah's all, you're cooked already. You can't just switch a switch. Now you have to go through the whole work of acquiring a new hergal. So it's extremely important that a human being should always put himself in a matzav and hang out with the right people and be in the right situation which a situation can develop his meter to be a better way, okay? We have to stop here for today. I believe that we'll go more into it and we'll see Rabbi Sol Mechtab